0: Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton, joined today by Skype by Tony Macia, senior writer of the Weekly Standard, who is on the tax reform beat. Tony, how are you doing?
1: Doing great, Eric. Thanks for having me.
0: Great. Well, you can tell us a little bit about the Senate Budget Committee hearing this afternoon that will be happening. It would seem that it encapsulates one of the big problems that Republicans face at this point, which is the bill has to get through this committee in order to go further, but there are a couple of members on the committee, Bob Corker and Ron Johnson, who have very different ideas of what this bill needs to be, and uh, what what are the chances that they agree to compromise?
1: Yeah, I mean it's sort of like a uh, a game show where this whole thing it's got to progress to the next round, and you get to one round, and then you need to move to the next round, and the round today is the you know the hot action in the uh, Senate. Budget Committee, uh, like you mentioned. And um, so, I mean, the the main quest right that we're in right now is to see if Republicans can get this through the Senate. There are 52 Republicans in the Senate. Not all of them have come out in support of this uh, tax cut tax reform bill. They have different things that they want to see out of it. And and as you mentioned, I mean, a, a couple of those key Republicans, a couple of the holdouts, Senator Corker from Tennessee, Senator Johnson from Wisconsin, they're on this Senate Budget Committee. Now, the Senate Budget Committee uh, has 12 Republicans and 11 Democrats, so it, it needs all of the Republicans on the Budget Committee to go ahead and pass it out of committee. Do
0: you so mean they the aren't court- going to get Democratic
1: votes? <laughs> they, haven't, <laughs> well, they haven't stacked it the way they stack some of these <laughs> committees, where it's like 18 to 11 or something like that. I think it's pretty safe to say they're not going to get any Democratic votes. I mean, you you have the Democrats have been saying what they've been saying all along, which is this is a huge give away to the rich. Um, you know, oh, we need more more relief for the middle class. Um, you know, we shouldn't just be enriching people and saddling the future generations with trillions of dollars in debt. I mean, this is sort of a, um, you know, it's, that's sort of a, the tried and true democratic strategy uh, at talking points, you know, the sort of uh, chicken little, the sky is falling uh, sort of um, the way of going about it, I, I don't think that really holds a lot of sway with, with the, um, the Republicans. So we'll see if they can, can get it through the Budget Committee today. Then, of course, the next point would be you know, the, the Senate would need to vote on it, the House would need to agree. So th- there are a few more steps uh, in this process.
0: But the process being used is one that protects the, the uh, deliberation and vote from a filibuster.
1: Correct. So ordinarily, you would need in order to break a filibuster, you would need 60 votes. But because of the way that they are uh, going about it, that they've already sort of set a a budget outline, they can they can pass it just on a on a straight majority. They only need 50 um, as opposed to 60. So they can do it on a party line vote. But the margin for error is is awfully small. So you have people you have some senators, Senator Corker, Senator Lankford from Oklahoma, Senator Flake from Arizona, who are concerned about the cost uh, of, of the potential tax cuts. They came out uh, the last couple of days, want to maybe put in some sort of a, they call it a trigger mechanism. It's not to be distinguished from a trigger warning that uh, we've heard a lot about on college campuses. <laughs> they want to put in a trigger mechanism by which if if the cuts don't produce the uh the the revenue that it is hoped that somehow then you claw back and you reduce the tax cuts so that um you know a lot of economists are going would say that that's not a great idea because then you don't have the permanence of the cuts and there's uncertainty as to whether what the tax rates will be yeah, and the, you also have concerns about the tax rate on small businesses senator johnson of uh, wisconsin and uh, uh, Senator Daines of of Montana uh, saying that well they, they want more cuts for small businesses because we're cutting the corporate rate by a huge amount. Can we make sure that we that we get a a similar rate or a low rate for small businesses? You know you have Senator McCain who's concerned about the process. You have questions about the Obamacare. Uh, uh, mandate, um, from Senator Moran of Kansas, uh, Senator Collins of Maine. So, you know, you have a few different concerns from a handful of senators that still need to be addressed.
0: Do you have any bad feelings, concerns, where someone like Jeff Flake, who has been taunted by the president as Jeff Flakey, uh, may use his vote uh, to punish the president?
1: That would make, I mean, that's always a dramatic Storyline is the personal politics of, of all of this and whose feelings are heard and who gets punished and who um, who is smooth talking whom. And, um, you know, Senator Flake says he, he will cast his vote on the merits and not on the uh, personality. But certainly, I mean, you can you can say that um, I think it's safe to say that, that President Trump isn't exactly giving out a lot of um, warm fuzzies to a lot of uh, these Senators on the fence, I mean, he has his enemies and he's not necessarily making nice with a lot of them. Although I will say he did come out and praise for um, Senator Paul uh, the other day, uh, you know, who you might recall during the primaries. uh, He had some sharp things uh, to say, I think, about his uh, his appearance, uh, I believe. But, you know, they're they're golfing buddies now. And uh, Senator Paul said he's on board. So um, so maybe there is a prospect for for some sort of uh, a um, Ah, you know, reconciliation, uh, you know, coming together, meeting of to the minds between President Trump and some of his Republican adversaries in the Senate.
0: All right. Well, this is the uh, f- perhaps not the first crunch week for tax reform, but uh, one of what will be a few crunch weeks for tax reform. If the Republicans are to get things done. Uh, by the end of the year we'll come mm-hmm. and we'll see whether they manage to pull that off or not
1: but, you know the next steps you know they're looking for a full vote in the senate by the end of the week maybe thursday maybe friday if, they, if things keep going and then there was even talk that, you know that the thinking had been well they're going to get it then they have to go into conference with the house but there there's been some talk that maybe if they can work things out that the house can just vote on the senate's version and they don't even have to take it to conference so you know there's still a lot of um a lot of balls in the air
0: We'll keep coming back to you, Tony, to keep us updated on tax reform in the weeks to come. Thanks so much for joining us on the Daily Standard podcast. Thanks a lot. That's it for today's Daily Standard podcast. I'm Eric Felton. Catch you next time.